All right, who's gonna oh, yeah. who's gonna take it away with the questions now? Since I've Ryan, uh, it's your turn. Been hogging What's it. Up? Hey, hey, man, it's it's cool. Like I really appreciate Kurt taking the time with us today. Like just to, like hang out and just talk. Like I remember I saw you play your uh, you guys played like a your solo album had just come out like a couple years back. You played at the um, chain reaction and you're just like such a nice humble guy and it's just like it's really cool to see you here dude like just spending time with us talking about stuff but i was gonna ask you like uh <laughs> i was just gonna ask you man like royal coda what's going on with that dude we we got some stuff cooking um we've been sitting on kind of a lot of content uh because there are some internal workings uh going on i don't know if i can spill the beans yet but uh you know kind of um an is what it is situation yeah so so we've been uh, we've been you know we have like a single that we've been sitting on for a while and then we have a new full length that is pretty much done it's like 70 percent done 65 percent done um and i go back to the studio february 1st uh to finish so i am gearing up it's it's you know days away so uh yeah but uh yeah royal coda uh, I mean, we're doing as much as we possibly can in during this time. Uh, I, I've really wanted to do a live stream. That would be like something that I would love to do. But uh, they really do cost kind of a lot of money. Uh, quality. If you want to do a really good quality uh, live stream, it it's it's not cheap. Um, yeah. So definitely. And Royal Coda. Um, me and Will live in Sacramento area, but everybody else doesn't. Okay. Sergio lives in Vegas. Uh, Stefan mm. lives in Asheville, North Carolina, and Joseph lives in Nashville. Whoa. So, um, yeah, his his family moved there. I don't know, a couple years ago maybe. He's been there for a little bit. Um. But so yeah, uh, Royal Coda is just kind of hard to do on a whim, and mm. you know the one I the the live stream that I got to do with Joe and everybody like I paid out of pocket for that and <laughs> yeah. and really it was it was last minute and I can't believe yeah. how well it came out. By the way, it's on YouTube. Um, nice. You can put in. Kurt Travis live at the chain reaction. It should it should pop up. Um, Definitely but post that on our page and our social medias. Let everybody it's remind you. It's sure. one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of my favorite yeah. performances. My sister Rachel uh, got to sing with me uh, at the chain reaction. Um, it's it's definitely an uh, I'm proud of it. It's a good representation of of the music. Yeah, it was um, definitely a solid. Dude performance i watched it live yeah. so it was cool hell yeah yeah so yeah. and you know I, I i did a bunch of things you know i did uh shelf life acoustic and everything mm-hmm. that's the first time i've done that so um i thought there was a lot of you know i'm tried to make it special and 
you definitely accomplished that, dude. Hell yeah. Well, I guess what was the story um behind Shelf Life? Because all right, like I remember uh instant or no, sorry, artificial selection came out and I didn't like really know like anything about it. I mean, like you know, I listened to the band, but I didn't keep up with like any like updates or features that they like if they mentioned those so it like literally uh came to me as a surprise and like i was driving to the beach and like i hear your voice out of nowhere and like (laughs) i literally almost started tearing up and my wife was like are you kidding me right now (laughs) (laughs) like i never like you know bless your heart man yeah like black heart and i like hardly ever show any emotion so but like the pure surprise of that just really got to me i guess yeah so uh i recorded that with drew owens and um sorry i'm gonna take a drink of water real quick Uh, go for it man (laughs) gotta stay hydrated um sorry i yeah i recorded it with drew owens and i didn't record it like with the band um but i guess i i remember will either texting me or calling me and saying like hey i have this song and it really feels more of like a throwback kind of odd song out of the record and i really want you to sing on it um and he was like i really want you to kind of like write as like almost the whole song if you want like you could just do the whole song and um so yeah so uh i just did my best and i was you know going through some you know going through it being you know being emo kurt and uh it really kind of the stars kind of aligned with that with that one and uh i'm i'm really happy with how it came out and yeah, it's 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 a cool track, but I, yeah, I I know it's kind of a weird uh, thing. Is Evaporate on Artificial Selection as well? Yes, yes. Okay, so maybe because yeah, that song they even used some of the old lyrics, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of like references and like old melodies, like even like the like the guitar riff from Backwards Pumpkin songs on there. Yeah, yeah. So um. Yeah, so I think that is really kind of the reason why he, maybe that's maybe that's why Will had the idea and uh, Tillian uh, uh, was was happy with it. You know what I mean? He was like, "Damn, this is this is perfect." Mm-hmm. And also, I think uh, because of the fact that it's in seven, I'm kind of the the man for the job. Uh, okay writing vocals in anything other than four four and three four is is tough mm-hmm. uh five four is a little easier but seven is just weird um and so yeah i think maybe he was he was happy that <laughs> yeah. he didn't write anything for that fucking part <laughs> yeah i don't blame him man that it's I was when I was listening to it, I was like, "Is that seven? And I was like, "Damn it, it's in seven over four. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a challenge, but I you know, I think I made it feel uh not like it was seven, you know killed it dude. thanks 
Yeah. Knocked it out of the park. Thanks, guys. But, uh, but yeah, that's that was a fun one. That was definitely a fun one. And uh, oh, the uh, the credits are actually on the back of the album. Um, it, yeah, I thought it was gonna say like featuring Kurt Travis or you know, and the other song Evaporate is like featuring Andrew Wells. But they didn't do any features on that album, and they decided to put the credits on the back of the album or whatever. Yeah. And I remember calling up their – or texting their manager and being like, dude, I thought you were going to credit me on the song. Like, I sang, like, the whole song. You're not going to put my name on there? And it was like, oh, we did. We just put it on the back. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of weird because well, I mean... when it comes to the band, like – one thing that we look forward to now is all the like features because mm-hmm. they get not only uh vocal features but like some awesome guitar features from yeah from yeah. zach and and you know other people that that they collaborate with martin, martin uh yeah bianchini bianchini yeah i was yeah. gonna say bianchi we <laughs> <laughs> had him on the show too great guy yeah he uh taught us how to say it correctly <laughs> yeah. nice nice yeah Martin's dope. Oh, he's a really cool guy. Very interesting. Yeah, do you guys have uh, any more questions for Kurt? Uh, Ryan, you got anything? Um, I was just going to ask, like, um, like, you don't have to, like, go on a tangent or anything, but I was just going to ask, like, as a, like, musician, as, you know, as a songwriter and all that stuff, like, what are your, like, aspirations? Like, what do you want, like your legacy to become like at the end of it all you know what i mean sure uh well when i was a kid i i I remember telling my mom and it was probably in a in a uh a fit of anger but (laughs) uh it it's it's really rang true with me in, in my life and i i told her uh i don't care how successful um I'll be the greatest musician that ever lived or a bum on the street just playing his guitar and um, that will be okay with me. And uh, as I've grown older, I've realized that that's that's harder to achieve. Um, It's just like complete, uh, you know, contentness or whatever. Uh, But I really try to remind myself that I've already done uh more than most and that i should you know the cup is half full sort of thing but like i said i'm i'm more of a like nothing is good enough sort of guy (laughs) Um, and that's why i have a lot of songs that are just uh, floating on my hard drive because i don't i don't put them out you know i i i don't think they're ready or or whatever and the, yeah. the b-sides the b-sides i dropped those because you know those those were songs that didn't make it and i was listening to them and i was even listening to like how my voice sounded back then and i i i love it and so i was like shit i'm gonna put this out i think um the true fans will really like uh the honesty the the rawness of these tracks and um 
even the fourth track, uh, which I did put out on uh, a split EP with Paul Travis, um, I just put up the demo because uh, it's just so vulnerable. It's like you can hear that, like, I'm not even saying the words yet. I'm I'm literally it was a freestyle that I was just singing over this part. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I kept it, you know, and then you re-record something like that. uh, Some of the magic kind of goes away, not in a bad way, but it does that that first recording of of your of your cool part that you're excited about. um, Definitely. That first demo is is really uh, crucial. So like that lightning in a bottle kind of thing. It really is. It's it's yeah. a it's a light bulb sort of situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I was gonna st- I was gonna say for that song, stay please. Did you really have to go that hard on like tugging the heartstrings, man? Like, <laughs> like oh man, that like I, you you called yourself emo Kurt uh, earlier and shit. That's like as emo as it gets, right there. Dude. Made me emo. Every time I hear that song, I need to get like hugged by somebody, bro. <laughs> it's pathetically sad. I I know. I I don't know how I got that sad, but uh, I did. <laughs> That's yeah. art right there. That's art. <laughs> it's almost even when I'm singing it, it almost sounds like. I don't care how I how I sound, or I don't care how I'm seen, or you know what I mean. Like I I definitely wanted that. Uh, I don't know that just like I don't give a shit feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you you accomplished it in spades, dude. Awesome. Yeah, I don't ugh, fuck. I don't know how I come up with these things. Why don't you stay, please, and I will not run off. You know. Mm-hmm. like that i remember that when i thought of that i was like oh shit that's really cool i need to keep that <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah i a lot of my stuff even especially back then was just you just gotta have that intuition you just gotta whatever pops in your head and that's usually the that's usually the the good one. The best the best idea is the one that comes first. Yeah. Because if it doesn't if it doesn't come, then it'll never like it'll take months to figure that bullshit out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is kind of where I am right now, to be completely honest. Uh, I went up to record Royal Coda, and I had ten songs to do, and I got five and a half done, um, and it always happens this way. I, I say that like this is kind of a new thing, but it always kind of happens. Like I remember conversation piece. I had almost all the songs done and I was just literally freaking out that one song wasn't done. And I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm too stressed out. I, you know, I, I'm just going to put something down just for the sake of getting it fucking done. You know what I mean? Um, and so I came back to it like a week later and I fucking killed it. You know what I mean? And it was done. Um, but yeah, if the, is for me, if the idea doesn't happen immediately, 
then it's gonna take some time. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's gonna be a bitch, you know. Um, but I'll still at this point, it, it, you you work at it and you 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 uh you find the thing that oh okay that that part is really cool now. So yeah. Well, I have a question based off that. Are when you write, are you writing mostly like lyrics and like like riffing or are you also like also writing guitar parts too like the chords that go with it or yeah so uh if i'm doing royal coda it's it's just vocals same thing with like dgd it would be just just vocals and even a lot like birds i didn't i didn't make any chord progressions or anything per se but when it comes to my solo stuff absolutely like i'm I start from the very bottom. I start, you know, drums and bass and I do the whole thing. Yeah, or or I'll I'll have an idea that's good enough to where I go, okay, I need to start from scratch so that I can build everything up cuz I hear everything in my head around the guitar or around the keyboard or around the bass and then once the idea gets uh, big enough and cool enough, then I go, okay, stop. Now we have to go and and start layering it, you know. And at that point, things change too. So um, I hope that was a good answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm satisfied with that. I was that that's really interesting. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't even realize you were doing you were going all the way to bass and drums too. So. Yeah, totally, because I don't know. You're right, though. I I probably start on the guitar, you know. I play in the guitar, and I'll sing, and then I can hear everything else in my head, how I kind of thinking it's going to go. And then that's the next step is, is like, building the song. Um, But, uh, but yeah, it's fun sometimes. And it's hard. It's hard a lot of the times too. <laughs> uh, you mind if I uh, hand it off to David real quick? Sure. Shoot, hey, Carrot. Uh, I'm curious uh, on the title track, Happiness. Uh-huh. My guy, like, uh, did you? Was there an audio issue? Oh no no no! I I did a really fast like uh huh. <laughs> oh no! Oh, okay. <laughs> no um yeah dude from the lyrics are super heavy man um. And I was always questioning. I was like, did Kurt actually let someone drown, or what? What's going on there? Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Uh-huh. Was, uh, like curious, Phil Collins, man. right? Right. So yeah. So probably what you you're expecting is is true. Um, I oh. I heard the story from someone else, and it was a it was a family member that was close to me and um the yeah the a kid drowned in the pond in in the back in the backyard and uh it was very it was very heavy to me uh i remember i think my mom telling me that uh the woman just the mother just kept saying over and over like i only left her for a couple of minutes couple minutes that's it i wasn't even gone for very long and and 
she just kept saying it over and over and over and it, it really just hit me and i wrote the song about that wow that's yeah i can't See, even I imagine appreciate what, the insight. Like, wow. you know the feeling <laughs> and i guess like it was pretty like empathetic of you to kind of be able to um channel that and, and write that song because i'm sure a lot of people i i guess you know, have really gone through it and, and relate to that song in one form or another, you know, totally. probably more yeah. metaphorically. <clears throat> sure, sure, yeah. At losing anybody, you know, because of neglect, because of a, of a, of a neglectful moment, you know? <clears throat> yeah. It's crazy. Oh, so I guess, um, obviously you've had, you've had all these projects like, like we've talked about and, um, each of them, have probably meant so much to different people to the like to the point where I'm sure you've heard the words like you know your album saved my life plenty and plenty of times how do you like as an artist how do you internalize that is that something that you just kind of like really feel or, or you just kind of like man I wrote these songs when I was like 19 <laughs> Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, is it like the biggest mindfuck ever or what? It's inspiring. It's a trip. You're right. You d you definitely have that feeling sometimes like, wow, I, you know, wrote that song fucking high off my ass and mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, or whatever, you know what I mean? Or, or, um, how, how could this party album, uh, help you, you know, save your life? But and you, yeah, you start to kind of question the validity. Did this person really say that because they want a reaction out of me, or or did or was it really, you know? And it sucks that you kind of go to that too. The more you hear it, but uh, I don't know. I think people just get nervous and they say stuff. Um, and then I get, I think I also think people are super genuine about it. Like I was gonna, you know, end it, or I you know, was in this horrible spot and you brought me out of it. And those, those people, they, they, they make you keep going because yeah. I've tried to quit music many times. Um, trust me, like I, my career isn't the most successful, you know what I mean? I might be infamous, but <laughs> you know, it's so weird to look up like my fucking net worth. Cause it's like in the millions. But mm -hmm. I am not a millionaire. You're not seeing that at all, yeah. No. I, oh, absolutely not. Like, I'm, you know. But, I'm, I'm, hey, people, let's get them. Let's get them up there, man. Let's just fucking <laughs> stream his shit, buy buy his shit directly. Definitely. You know, like, get him sure. get him to blow up on TikTok. Do a sad TikTok dance. <laughs> all of it, bro. Sad steps and I'm, long I, up, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm not saying that, you know, to to incite you know something no no i know man yeah. but it's the truth like but no yeah we're gonna give it's... you that millie <laughs> <laughs> if i could uh, man i would because your music has you know meant the world to me and and seeing like how how it means the world to like so many people you know like we have like especially like the you know the dgd like facebook group is kind of like a close-knit family and obviously we yeah. Yeah. hold you to the highest regard and not not just for those I'm albums thankful for that shit holy fuck dude like yeah. and and uh, like i said not just for those albums but every you know everything like 
yeah. the solo stuff. Yeah, like even something as like short lived as a uh, Eternity Forever, like that was like such a wow moment for for like people. So man, we're we're really yeah, glad that that you keep going. That project will happen someday again. I I I feel like it will, but um. Yeah, right now it's just like, well, that was a cool four-song thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the weird thing about music is it's just so unpredictable sometimes. And it's... I, that's what's sometimes cool the greatest it. things are short-lived, too. Like, you know, so, but obviously we're all hoping that, that we can hear something along those lines again because, like, honestly, that shit, like blew me away for sure oh yeah that's that was awesome you know what's cool is uh i i learned a lot from that uh experience or song yeah from that experience and i think uh i think ben rosette uh did as well um mm-hmm. i think he really was like whoa this is kind of the g- we this is the genre right here like this is what people want to hear he and built so- a record label off of that sound <laughs> like Straight up, off of this kind of, I don't know, uh, neo soul Al Green math rock sound. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <clears throat> and um, and and so I, I've kind of taken my my cool bag of tricks that I did in on those four songs, and I've sprinkled it on you know Royal Coda and my new solo stuff and. You know, uh, uh, I feel like when you get such a response from your audience uh, in regards to a, a sound, then you go, oh, okay. Like whether it whether it be intentional or not, you kind of just go, all right, well, I'm gonna try that kind of style uh, on this or that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So you. I, just like when you know with Ben's solo stuff and I would even say Strawberry Girls a little bit, you can hear those elements of Eternity Forever. And the same thing with the way I sing now. Uh, and Becoming the memory, like I get those Eternity yeah. Forever vibes for sure. And the new Royal Coda has even like you know there's three or four songs that are yes. that yes. kind of, <laughs> that kind of sound because it went so well and 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 fuck like uh do it <laughs> you gotta do it again we we create for ourselves but we also create you know we feed off of uh off of our audience you know yeah. we feed off of that oh that's what they fucking like all right cool i can do that you know what i'm saying so um there's a lot of like you know fast catchy things on the new royal coda record which i'm really happy about um very rhythmic and uh makes things interesting so but sure, uh, to, you know like, not to overdo it right yeah <clears throat> we've definitely kept you for a long time uh, i'm gonna toss it back to cash do you <laughs> do you have any more right. questions before we let him go <laughs> oh yeah i got i got a few more um so I, I like i said earlier we've been talking about uh happiness and so i was wondering uh-huh. is there anything we should look for on that album that like maybe we won't see obviously or like something that you think gets overlooked on that album that that's for a people, fucking I guess? great question man wow <laughs> um something 
like like hidden, like a like a gem or a an Easter egg, I guess. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or like just something that you maybe like you like about it that maybe people don't talk about as much as you'd like or sure um you know I, that record is is so weird to me because of a lot of reasons but uh i don't know i don't think anything is overlooked but i would say that uh the lyrics in carl barker are are, are probably some of the the most heartfelt lyrics i've had and um you know the the person that I'm talking about in that song, uh, that was a real thing. She you definitely feel it, man. Like I, oh, I know yeah. I feel it. You yeah. always say we'd win the lottery someday. Fuck. Like, yeah. So I wouldn't. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to leave her. Yeah. Yeah. My job. My job is to go out and play music, and um, and it's so funny. It was. It was never about that. You know what I mean? Like it was never about oh I gotta I gotta make this money so see you later. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would say that 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 rec- that song for sure. It you know some some of the the best lyrics that I've I've written are the most genuine. Um. And uh, yeah, it's it's really cool that that record's such a you know. Fan favorite for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, it feels I like really, that album like influenced a lot of music since then. So definitely hang your hat on that. I feel like the success of DGD at that point, um, we we weren't doing nearly as good as as they're doing now, uh, and I in the band i'm sure they kind of felt like well maybe this singer was like like not the best idea you know maybe we should try another guy um and uh and it's just so weird that uh that that (laughs) that happiness is like such a a highly regarded record it's kind of a mind fuck for even me dude um because you know I, I have a lot of good memories, but I have a, also a lot of not good memories, you know, of of that time. And so, you don't get to choose. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I would I would chalk it up to like it was ahead of its time, you know, like totally. oh, metalcore sure. started rolling in, and like that. I guess that's what kind of caught the attention of the scene. And even bands like like Thursday were trying something different, you know, like yeah. Yeah. and like. You know, the album that came out around that time was kind of, like, didn't get the best reviews and things, so. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, that full Collapse album, holy shit. Dude, I saw them, I saw them, because I'm a little older, I'm 33, and I got to see them, uh, they headlined for with uh they toured with Thrice, and Coheed and Cambria opened. Damn. And it was... It was Full Collapse and Artists in the Ambulance were, like, the albums that were being promoted. Like, isn't uh, that sick? Like, <laughs> that's so incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, well, you guys uh, have any more questions? Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask, uh, 
Or go you can go, ahead, David, Gash. if you like. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going <laughs> to... Go ahead, guys. <laughs> All right, I was going to ask, uh, is there a song from Happiness or any of your discography that you feel the most proud of? Ooh, uh, the most proud of. Uh, I, I would say just the newest stuff that I have. Um, I mean, I does does unreleased music count? <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course. I mean, it gives us something to look. Just makes me to. want to listen to it more now. <laughs> this new and Royal then, Coda shit is is fire. It's it's really good. <laughs> Um, we're really happy with it. Uh, Stefan, uh, Gosh is on the bass. He, mm-hmm. he, he mm-hmm. entered the band right after, uh, Jason left or... yeah, yeah. Right. Right. When compassion came out, okay. that's when we gained, uh, Stefan Gosh. And, uh, he is, he's amazing. <clears throat> so and, can... Can you give us maybe a, a song title to look forward to since you feel like this is like the, the some of your best stuff? They are all uh, tentative names. Okay. So, I mean, you know what I've been really doing lately is uh, kind of steer clearing, uh, steering away from uh, the super long poetic names that have nothing to do with the actual song. And uh, that's a thing of the past, man. (laughs) I get it. it. We love it, though. We love it, but yeah. Oh yeah, need a. But but I'm reference from community or something like a quote, right? (laughs) Yeah, just I think those are really cool, but also in this day and age, you kind of want the most memorable line to. Uh, stick in somebody's head and then search it. You know what I mean? That so yeah. if your song is... I love Oso Oso so much, but their song, uh, it's like GB-OL-HN-NF. And it's basically goodbye old love hello new friends which is an incredible song but they should have just fucking named the song goodbye old love or something like that you know what i mean because it's a pain in the ass it's so hard to look it up or find it or you know what i mean like you're struggling to say it so especially with uh platforms like like TikTok, where you hear like a clip of a song, you know that that lyric is gonna is gonna be what catches you. And if if that like like let's take a Fall Out Boy for an example, if um if, if the lyric was like I wouldn't any of their songs, yeah, I wouldn't piss on you to like to, put you out while you're on fire you out, yeah. or whatever that line was, you wouldn't yeah. think that the name of the song is called uh, Tell That Mickey Made My List of Things to Do Today. Like what the but fuck? That's from Rushmore. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know Rushmore? But <laughs> yeah, Rushmore was a great movie. <laughs> um, I, I got one day, more. Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, sorry, I, I sorry to cut you off. I mean, you can. No, you're good. Keep, you're good. Okay, I'll. Just, all right. Um, have you heard the uh, term scene jazz? Scene jazz? No, yeah. I have not. No. Seen. Okay. Really? 
It was just a meme that went viral uh, pre- pretty recently, like within like the Dance Gavin Dance fan groups. Oh, to okay. be honest, I thought Kurt invented that. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might have. Uh, is it? I mean, I've heard of Swan Core. I mean, it, it's basically it's, a, uh, a play on that. Yeah, okay. play on that. Okay. Thoughts? Media thoughts? Uh, well, first of all, that's a complete crock of shit. <clears throat> because... <laughs> because scene has nothing to do with jazz. I mean, I, I guess, it, in my opinion, if you're going to say scene, I guess there's a jazz scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. There's there is a community of people that love jazz and they go to their jazz club at, you know, or they did. And, mm. um, and that's the jazz scene, but scene jazz. <laughs> <laughs> like jazz for scene kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're talking about math rock basically. Basically. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but, but I would say like a diet math rock with a singer. That's true. Very diet. That's, that would be scene jazz. Yeah. Which, See, Kurt, you forgot to preface that with pushing up your glasses and saying, well, actually. Scene jazz is a trash name, guys. Like, it's horrible. No. <laughs> so if there was like a, like a, a jazz band that was like a math rock band, would they be like scene jazz scene? <laughs> I mean, yeah. the people that appreciated that music would be the scene jazz scene. Right? Yeah. <laughs> not the actual fans. Or We're I guess they, the... they would be a part of the scene jazz scene. Yeah. The, the... We're getting down to the science here, you know? We're talking about the real stuff here. This <laughs> Cutting down to the core. Semantics. I totally get the term. Because, you know, the kind of dance Gavin Dancy sounding music is... Uh, I would say that Thomas Arak made scene jazz before scene jazz. Fair. Oh, for sure. See, that makes yeah, sense. When, when y'all brought up the long title names, I was like, this just reminds me of a S, oh, F-C-P-S-I-T-S-G-E-P-G-E-P-G-E-P. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, but do you actually no one's gonna know what that, that stands for? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I... <laughs> I actually do, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Everybody well, should be having uh, protected sex, especially, uh, you know, during this time. <laughs> um, but yeah. Are you talking uh, about FTP Remix? Yes. Yeah, the, the original. Oh, yeah, the original one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, F- the FCP Remix is fine, you know? <laughs> but, uh... Uh, Kurt, Could have been uh, sorry, I meant uh, Cash's last question was uh, similar to mine, but uh, no, <laughs> not another dark one. But uh, so in terms of like happiness or DGD, like you know, you've brought in some DGD tracks into your own solo sets, namely uh, yeah. you know, Uneasy Heart, Switcher Two, and I believe you added Hot Water on Wool, which I just, uh, <laughs> dude, that's no, that's one of my all-time favorites. But hey, uh, yeah, no, it's like if you could add another one, uh, what's another track you might revive from your DGD days in a live set, maybe? Oh, shit. Um, Just you one know, more. I, would, I don't know. 
So I never, I would never do the whole thing of hot water on wool. Uh, um, I, I just did the beginning. It was, so okay. So we went out on a tour, and I did a medley of mm-hmm. three DGD songs at the end as an encore. Mm-hmm. Because really, you know, that's you got to give them what they want. You know what I mean? And so, uh, and I got to spice it up for me. Because I don't want to just sing the same things over and over. So what I did was, is I think I started with Hot Water on Wool, went into, uh, I think, Strawberry Switcher Part 2, and then ended it with Uneasy Hearts Way the Most. And people just, they loved it. They fucking loved it. Obviously, yes, like, that, that reminds me of uh, <laughs> of when you went live on on IG and like you at one point you just looked at like you know the camera on your phone and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play Uneasy Hearts, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it, man. I get it. Like, yeah. let's hear something different, you know. <laughs> I, I will say, it's oh, it, it's <laughs> just the musician's curse. Like, you know, the most successful song that you have, you probably don't like it by now because you've had to play it so many goddamn times but radiohead straight up stopped playing talk york (laughs) i mean and you know that's that's not uh that's not uh unheard of like david bowie you know he retired a whole album so uh (laughs) (laughs) you were just talking about him last week you you almost even do i don't think it's smart to do I, I don't think it's smart at all to do. No matter how much you hate singing that song, you should do it because fuck, I'm like money. You should, it's yours. Where it's would yours. you be without it? People love that song. They are not gonna yeah. get tired of it just because you're tired of it, you know. But you can make it seldom, which is which. That's what I kind of like to do. Is uh, you know, I don't do a solo tour and then end with a DGD medley every tour. That was just that yeah. one. I think uh, you actually. Where I saw you on, you actually ended your set like you did play. You played Strawberry Swisher two, and then you did Eternity Forever Fantasy, which was mind blowing, dude. Like <clears throat> beat the full beans, man. You guys killed it. <laughs> yeah, that was probably with Televangelist and. Those guys are really good musicians, and they were able to pull that song off and do it justice. So, yeah, it's, it's really cool when, when you're able to uh, collaborate with such awesome musicians. And I'm, yeah. I miss a lot of those guys. Shout out to Televangelist. Uh, we need to go on another European tour soon. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, and if anybody hasn't heard them, you know, check them out. Check Body Thief Perfect. out. Like, you put a lot of band, bands on, you know, for Dude, sure. Like, I am so excited for Body Thief. We should have had a whole Body Thief <laughs> section. Um, there's so much awesome shit happening with that band. Um, we just can't wait to, you know... Uh, get that stuff out and oh we'll uh, get them on the podcast for sure you should you definitely should they're a great bunch of guys they're they're very very smart and uh respectful dudes and i'm just super happy to be able to represent them because they're talented and they're just really nice dudes so yeah it's it's uh it's it's a joy 
to be a part of what they're doing. Um, they remind me a lot of a lot like birds. Uh, just their spoken word poetry um, that they incorporate in their songs very well. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they do it even better than than ALL. <laughs> 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 man, which we we really didn't get to touch on that too. But man, like we've kept you for like two and a half hours now, and we're <laughs> we're we got to let you go. But we're so appreciative. You don't even know, man. Thank you. From the bottom. Like I'd seriously, dude. Back, oh, this, this is great. Yeah. Dude, yes, please. If you ever want to come back, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. And I'm gonna put it out there. We're like you and me. We're best friends now. So I'm gonna be hitting you up, sliding <laughs> into the DMs every now and then. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. If you ever want to, just like you need a guest seat, you can join us on the show anytime. Sweet. <laughs> plug yeah. whatever you want, man. Yeah. I'm you want to plug something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm starting my own podcast pretty soon. I haven't told anybody oh. yet. Oh, yeah. what? Exclusive. Me and, friend, <laughs> me and my friend Dominic. Uh, yeah. So maybe Dude, we'll tune we'll in. Have to do something. Yeah, we'll do a a big huge podcast with everybody on it. That would be <laughs> that would be very cool. And speaking of things that you're doing, did you just uh open up a skate shop? Or are you working on opening one up? It's not a skateboard shop, but. Okay. We do. We. I mean, we live in California. We love that culture. Um, it's pretty much just a uh, a facility to uh, manufacture tapes, uh, cassette oh, wow. tapes. Yeah. We do a lot of that. Uh, we also uh, are getting into vinyl. We're going to be doing lathe cutting. Uh, so it's a, it's a little different than vinyl pressing. Uh, okay. It's actually a better sounding vinyl. Um, yeah, dude, plug that plug plug that away. Like, what's it called, yeah. and, and how can people get in contact well, with you for that? It's super new right now, but uh, the company is called Big Wave Industries, okay. and it's basically a merch company. We're gonna be selling all mediums of audio. We're gonna be doing T-shirts, you know, hats, fucking everything. Really, we we want to do it all. We want to do shoes. We might need to hit you up. <laughs> For yeah. demo team podcast jerseys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I okay, I'm to. down with that. Yeah. I'm down. We're going to put our episodes on cassette. And oh, that too. <laughs> that too. That too, guys. If you guys have a podcast that you want to put on a on a tape, obviously this you might episode. have to cut it in half or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. But you can fit a half an hour on, on each side or whatever. It might have to be a double cassette. but but honestly from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much and you know thank you for like your contribution to music man it it literally means the world to a lot of us and i I don't think we'd be here without you yeah yeah definitely (laughs) i really appreciate that and uh yeah it's uh it's it's been a joy to uh to play music and to you know have all these people uh appreciate it it's uh it's truly a blessing so i appreciate it yeah kurt you're just like a guy like me and it makes me want to sing man keep doing (laughs) rock on (laughs) you don't have to have a good voice you don't you you just have to have heart and you have to have you know be creative with it that's all you need to do definitely Um, so 
Uh, like you're facts. Yes, sir. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. You're like a huge influence on me, my band, like my singer in my band. She's a huge fan of yours, and just like thank you so much, dude. Like for everything you do. <clears throat> well, thank you. Yeah, appreciate that, guys. All right, man. Take care and enjoy right. the rest of your day. Yeah. Peace, guys. Later, Peace. man. Peace. Hope we All weren't right. too nervous. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Oh, yeah, my brain's exploding. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hearts beating. That was Kurt um, Travis, everybody. Kurt shooting. Kurt Travis, emo Kurt, as emo he likes Kurt. to call himself. King, king of the emos. Hey, since this is going to be a two-parter, are we going to do, um, like, two recent listens or ending endings? What we, should, what we should do is at the end of part one, we should just say, hey, this is just the first part. Yeah. We're going to we'll release the next episode next week. We just needed to fine-tune some stuff in editing. Obviously, that's not the truth, but... You know, you I mean? don't need to say that. You can just say that it ran long, so we split it. We'll up just two. Yeah. Yeah. Two. That'll be easy. We got this. We got Kurt Travis on. So you heard that, everybody? Yeah, you just heard oh, the yeah. plan right now. Yeah. This, <laughs> I didn't uh... wanted to lie to y'all, but me, I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> We're gonna keep it real with you. Keep it hundred. Yeah. I wanted to pull a sneaky on him, but you know. It's just the way it is. So, yeah, that was Kurt. Kurt was, like, amazing. amazing. Yeah. Best guess. Super honest and humble. Like, I know, like, one, I wanted to go into it, like, not buttering him up too much. But, man, he yeah, just kind of sat there like a, like a slice of toast and I had to just keep buttering him up. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Yeah, man. It was a real, I guess cool, so. real down to earth. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe so let's get into so the far. recent listens, right? Yeah. Let's get to oh, the yeah. recent listens. Ryan, what you been listening to recently? Me, me, me. Oh me, just little old me. Well, I've been listening to lots of uh, like early two thousands, like post hardcore stuff, as I usually do, because that's kind of just like my wheelhouse. But I was like trying to go like a little further back before it like. <laughs> got into that mainstream niche so i was like 2002 i was listening to uh maybe today which was uh phil sneed he was the he it, well you know yeah he was the guitar player of story of the year and he did like backing vocals and uh great he was in yeah great singer because i would uh i had found down fell down this rabbit hole there's this youtube channel called uh 187 i believe or one seven three something like that anyway they have all the videos where phil sneed was doing uh fill-in vocals for uh Seosin and like dude like translating the name has just been on repeat just yeah. like his version and it's just like super sick like i wish that shit was uh like because Seosin's all like re-recording old music like if they could just hit up phil and just like just give me that like that iteration just give me a tease his seven something. years uh performance like i i like i got I was at like one of those warp tours that got recorded. Oh really? Two thousand four. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And he oh man, he killed it. Yeah. 
like without a doubt dude like even like the video quality for all these videos like you're lucky you saw it live but the video quality it's horrible horrendous crunchy potato looking quality video but this dude still like he pierces through like shitty quality recording and you're like damn that's good but other than that i've been listening to a lot of other stuff from uh early 2000s like seven angels seven plagues disturbing Ooh. the peace Oh yeah, I love Seven Eagles, Seven Plagues, dude. Like they were like the prototype for like just this music in general, you know? Yeah, it was cool that uh Kurt, you know, mentioned like the old like Truskill record stuff, like mm-hmm. just that old post hardcore, like Seven Angels, Seven Plagues. Which was yeah. I think that out like the like uh, some of the members branched off and created misery signals. Really? Yeah. You hear that? Get that knowledge right here. That's why we got Moses on the show because Moses is like a tried and true scene kid from like he has those early two thousand memories. Yeah, not so much. Um, any you know when once uh, I'm the, I'm the fade in of mice and men. That's when I like quit. <laughs> I, about, yeah, uh, I think Escape the Fade was way before my mice and men. Okay, okay. few well, years. Maybe I was still around, but I just didn't you know pay attention to them. There's just certain things that he wasn't vibing with. But other than uh, Seven Angels, Seven Plagues, Disturbing the Faith, and maybe today, uh, lots of Royal Coda to get prepared for Kurt. You know, I just, I was really, I really dig like the first album. I kind of like just like the choice of like, um, like synths and like samples and stuff. Just like the old timey, like ethereal vibe it's got going on. Like they were definitely more interested in like the ambient aspect of their sound like definitely compassion was very interesting and i'm glad that we're going to be getting some new like primo stuff that he's super proud of so it was definitely uh worth my listen but other than that kind of just yeah that's pretty much it i haven't really had much time to really uh listen to music it's been kind of like a rough week for me my grandma recently passed away so it's just been it's been rough so but like just the music i've been listening to like it's been here for me and it's very like cathartic just to hear like all these old bands from back in the old day and and like just having kurt here today is probably like the happiest i felt in like a really like last couple days and it's just like i'm like really appreciative of just you guys on this podcast and like everyone who listens and everything it's just like i'm happy i'm thankful i'm grateful i'm very humble right now so but that's just basically all my recent listens and yeah. Hey, we wouldn't be here without you, man. No, we wouldn't be here without each other, dude. Uh, this is all like a group effort, like 100%. Like memes, all that shit. Like that doesn't matter. Like you guys keep me motivated. Like you guys are my homies. Like I, in a pandemic, it's like I can't go out and hang out with people. So let's like, you guys are the closest thing I have to like best friends. You know, yeah. like I, my best friend comes and visits me sometimes. But like I, every week I'm here with you guys as much as I can be, and it's just like. I love y'all guys. You guys are awesome. You're like family, man. Love you too, man. And obviously, you've been uh, like great contributor to the podcast, and you got you got those connects with some of the bands that we've interviewed. But also, we and... wouldn't be here without Cash because he's the one that yeah. made that Facebook post that started it all. <laughs> we wouldn't be here without David. Stop lying. David's yeah. only fans <laughs> is what pays the bills. Exactly, dude. David's hey, only also... fans. Got to mention Ryan's awesome up and coming band that continues to blow me away. 
Stay still. Stay, Stay still. still. Dude, that new stuff is going to be sick. Cannot you got to get on that uh, Royal Coda tour. Dude, I'm just hoping. <laughs> like, I can you got to get on that If I Die First uh, Static Dressy Space Cowboy tour. Definitely, dude. I would be like, I, I honestly, I, I feel like I'm being robbed of like opportunities here because it's just like shows could be going on and there's so many just like good stuff and good years being like stripped away from bands who, I mean, like this scene doesn't isn't known for like shelf life, like pun intended. Just the song, but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not. But like, I mean, bands don't last yeah, long in this. This kind yeah. of environment. It's just like this kind of shit is gonna. It's like we won't it probably is. know until years later. So it's but too like, late. yeah, it's like a lot of people are struggling right now. So please, I mean, people, your artists. There's pro- there might be a huge demand when this soul ends though. So oh yeah, just hang in but, there. Yeah, please yeah. support your favorite artists, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody make you feel bad because you just listen to the same shit all the time. Like fuck them, dude. Listen to what you want to listen to all day, every day. And and when I say support artists, people like Kurt Travis, not you know, you don't Kurt need to Travis. buy that like two hundred dollar Drake shirt. Fuck that guy. Or two hundred dollar really Dance can't wait for shirt. They're Bulls. fine, just so you know. Buy everything you wanna buy. If it makes you happy, forget what everyone yeah, else tells I mean, I guess, but, but if you were gonna allocate support. your funds, I would say Maybe skip the Drake shirt and the Dance Gavin Dance shirt and get a Royal Coda shirt or a Stay Still shirt or Real shirt or Ridgeview. <laughs> Shout out but, to like the bands that have been on this podcast. Marinette, fucking Seafloor Cinema, Properties of like, Yeah. Like, when is Wayne's Joey Holiday gonna blow up? That's what I want to know. Dude, that Resilia song got like a hundred thousand plays. Like. That's not enough. Those are rookie numbers. Let's pump it up. He's like the most talented singer out right now. Period. Yeah. Not in the scene. Just the most talented singer. Let's get him. Get him to blow up. Get him. It's in your hands, folks. It's in your hands, dude. uh, I guess we'll continue recent listens. Um, So last week, Ryan brought up the AFI songs, and I remember hearing them that Friday, but I must have been so focused with work that I just, you know, didn't pay attention to them, but, you know, I, like, re-listened to them, and dude, I fucking love them. I think it's the mm-hmm. best thing that that they've done in, like, years. Like, Twisted Tongues kind of reminds me of their cover of The Hanging Garden by The Cure. It's just kind of, like, got this, like, creepy vibe to it, um, and, like, a gothic vibe to it. And Escape from Los Angeles has, like, a 80s, like, almost like Billy Idol sound to it, where it's, like, like I like shit like that, and it wasn't too over, overly 80s, you know? But it's got, like, those aspects, like a, like, kind of, like, synthy stuff and, like, a really good chorus. Um, Flux Pavilion came out with a new al- album, and I was kind of stoked to... Like, listen to that, because obviously he's a big, like, EDM artist, and, you know, like, he's still going after, like, years of being in the game, and so far, I would say his album's, like, the best album of uh, 2021, and I, like, I think the last time I ever thought, like, an EDM album was, like, an album of the year was uh, Worlds by Porter Robinson, but 
you know, it's obviously a little too soon to tell, and I'm sure uh, there'll be, like, better, you know, post-hardcore albums or, like, hip-hop albums that'll come out this year. But for now, check out that Flex Pavilion album. Um, Citizen came out with a new song called I Want to Kill You, and it's a fucking banger. They're, you know, run for cover band. I'm sure, you know, people have heard of them or... If you've seen bands like Turnover or, or uh, Man Overboard or Story so far on tour, you most likely saw Citizen as well. And then last but not least, I listened to Boys Night Out because I, like Ryan, wanted to listen to some early 2000s post-hardcore. And really, Boys Night Out is as good as it gets. Like, they're top tier and... They've actually been, like, really uh, active on Instagram. Like, they're, like, reposting everybody's, like, story of, I don't know, them, like, you know, playing their music or talking about them. So, some things are brewing from our favorite uh, Canadian post-hardcore band. That's what 2021 needs is more Boys Night Out. For sure. And every year after that. Yeah. Great band. Highly underrated. Um... Great with the lyrics, like ooh. So, uh, David, what you been listening to? <laughs> I thought you were about to hit a Tillian line, uh, but no. Uh, so, shoot, what I got here? I got a. Uh, so I got this track called "I Am All of Me" by Crush Forty. It's this angsty ass track that was used on a 2004 game. Fucking, of course, it was a Sonic game. Shout out to the Hedgehog. Just some angsty ass shit. <laughs> it's great. Don't judge. Just listen. Um, let's see. We got this new. This other guy is called uh, "Against Me." The song called "Stop." It's like oh, "Against Me" is awesome. Dude, "Against Me" is against fucking me is great. Yeah, they they are great. I wouldn't say this guy though, David. When you're referring yeah, to him, uh, <laughs> I believe. Um, she, Laura, she. what's her name? Oh, Laura Grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honest, wow. I compl- actually, like, like this is all my people. recent listens, but I forgot what that sounded like. <laughs> well, no, we can talk. We can talk about this, but um, stop. Um, Laura was actually a male at the time of uh, recording that song and that album, but she transitioned, you know, a couple years later, and yeah. Still killer vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. Killer band too. Saw them um, you know, a headline tour. Uh Joyce Maynor and Andrew Jackson Jihad were opening. Great show. Oh, hell yeah. Sorry, I, my phone was acting up. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna have to listen to it after, again after this. Um, let's see, I got Silver Bullet by Hawthorne Heights, you know. You've mentioned yeah, no, I, I know y'all mentioned them a bit, and I was like, all right, all right, and I checked them out. And I was like, okay, I'm vibing with it. Some good. You gotta energy. like, and that's not even like one of the best songs off of that album. You gotta listen to the whole uh, something, <laughs> something in si- Silence own. in Black and White album, dude. It's all bangers, no fillers. Shoot, how's that? Uh, See, there you go. Okay, early two thousands fix. <laughs> all killer, no filler. <laughs> If anything, shoot, I'll, I'll even go farther than that. Uh, I got a pre-fly for a white guy by at the offspring <laughs> on here. 
fuck yeah. Get up. I was feeling myself, man. I'm sorry. You are pretty fly for a white guy, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, thank you. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, this is actually a track <laughs> Ryan Ryan showed me. Uh, Versace Tomagachi. Tamagachi. Shoot. It was a dope-ass, weird-ass track. Do you know really what a Tamagotchi is, David? You're pretty young. Oh, yeah, no. right? Boy, they still make, I saw... They still make them. I saw the commercial for this as a kitty. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, they still right, make them. sure. You yeah. guys are showing your age by not knowing that. Oh, <laughs> <Tamagotchi>. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> the most youthful of all of us. Yeah. Grandpa Ryan's just hip. He's with it. <laughs> no, I that song's so dope though, dude. Like, <laughs> seriously, Versace Tamagotchi. Like, I said, my friends on fire. Like, really, like, went to the fucking like farm and like brought some fresh beats. Yeah, they're great, great mm-hmm. band, and I know I think great lyrics semi- too. Yeah, they're still semi-active. I think they even had a song with a uh, Little Lotus a couple years. They back. did. Yeah. The Versace Tamagotchi was released in 2019. They're actually still very active, and when they get shows going back, they still would they promised us to show with them. So nice. they're supposed to. They've been teasing an album forever too. But mm-hmm. they released the like the what Moses was talking about the online now album that was last year, I believe. Yeah, that was like over the summer. Yeah, and they're they're teasing more new stuff. Yeah, they're definitely very active. They get they got like a bad rap at one point, but like. They were definitely like ahead of the curve, like back in 2007 when nobody was even thinking that autotune vocals were going to be a thing. Or covering so a rap iconoclastic, song. I'm classic. Like that's that was monumental. Like that just became like a whole like album thing. Like pop goes rap and punk and all yeah, that shit. If, like if they didn't cover that Soldier Boy song, there would be like no Ghost Main. <laughs> that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, the, there's Did people that, that, like, I, yeah, there's people cite. I, I, I think, fire. yeah, I was like, I was like, I thought he said that, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> See, man, he's, like, he's, he's, like, he sounds like he's joking, but, like, he's kind of not at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I sent, I sent my friends on fire where, like, they're super smart, man. And like, they were all around and, like, and very um influential. It's kind of like the Sonny Moore thing. They were just like the age demographic of the people that were like listening to that music. So they knew what like like they wanted to hear. So it like gravitated to a lot of people. And they did it well because obviously there was covers before that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like the starting line covered I'm Real by Jennifer Lopez and Ja Rule. But like they they just hit that like. They just did it right, you know, and they yeah. they picked, you know, they did a song that went viral at the time, and to have like a screamo version of it, like shit, yeah. you know. It was genius. Good topic of discussion there, David. What else did you listen to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, oh shoot, I'm just knocking over my. You almost fall out of your chair. Mark <laughs> David. They will now. I thought he was going to be like, I know what Tamagotchi is, that, that app on my phone. <laughs> hey, I grew out, grew out of that. He's wow, like, what's a hibachi? What's a hibachi? 
Actually, both Itachi, of those would be I great ass. Tamagotchi character. and a Hibachi app. It's Tamagotchi, Hibachi. Tamagotchi, Hibachi. I don't care. First single. Hibachi, that's the vibrator company. No, that's a fucking grill. What the fuck? No, I know. I know. Grill, I, I know. I was talking. I was thinking. Hita- I was joking. It's the what's it called? The Hitachi or whatever. Oh, How do you know? yeah, yeah. Hibachi. Don't read into it. You gotta get it. Get your girlfriend a Versace Hitachi and a Tamagotchi. Hitachi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moses is married. This makes sense. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah, he has kids. He's been married for a while. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So, um, David, was that the end of your list? <laughs> <laughs> David, <laughs> why do you always sound like you're in another room? <laughs> I don't uh, All right, Cash, what you got for recent listening? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Dave, are you done? I just are you finished or are you done? Beware and Blessings. That's a cool, those are cool tracks. I like those. That's it. I like some right. rap music, okay? There you go. You should like all rap music. Yeah, all the good stuff. Really. Uh, some of it's trash. <clears throat> Like m- 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 same m- with every genre. Anyway. Um. Okay. Well, after last week's episode, when I recommended David Bowie to Moses, I realized I recommended the wrong album. Uh, I said Station to Station, which I said was the Coke and uh electronic music influence one, but it's only the Coke influence one, not the electronic one. The one he should have listened he should listen to is Low by David Bowie. Uh, I'll check that, it out because I totally forgot eventually. to listen to that other one. No, it's alright, don't worry. And then um after that I listened I mean, to a lot of the replacements because I was try I was thinking about doing a cover of one of their songs and then we had a long conversation about butt rock this week and I think <laughs> I listened to um I'll probably like two hours worth of Seether after that. Oh, Seether, yeah, your favorite uh, yeah. butt rock band. The best butt rock band. Hey, what what other replacement the best one. song were you going to cover? Bastards of Young? No, it was going to be uh, Alex Chilton. Ooh. Um, and then I showed my friend the song by Maze1981 like a couple weeks ago, and then like he came back to me and he's like, and he like, I guess I never looked into them because I was like, oh, it's probably just some Japanese disco band from like the 80s. And then he like came back to me like, oh, this is just some dude from like Charlotte who's like recorded this like three years ago. And I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I don't know, 80s sounding like almost disco with Japanese lyrics. And so I listened to a lot of that this week. Um little Otis Redding, little uh, drugs, and of course, and finally, my brother's group dropped their first song on SoundCloud. They go by Blue, B-L-U, and it's called Bitches and Homies, and it's really, like, low quality. It's low quality, but it's, like, really catchy, though. Like, they could probably, probably should have been recorded better, but 
It's a cool song. What kind of really genre weird. are they with the title like Bitches and Homies? Is it like um, ironic and they're like pop punk or? Uh, it's, it's really weird. I, I mean, like, I've gone over and like helped them like with songs before and like they're just all over the place. But like um, this song specifically, well, first off, it's my it's my brother and a guitarist. My brother plays drums and they just have singers come in. And so for this song, as like a joke, they made like a ZZ Top sounding like song. But it's uh, and it's not like song, really classic right? rock. It's just like kind of like jamming, I guess. It's or not jamming. It's like it's hard to describe, but it's like really interesting. Like it is really catchy despite just being like recorded in like a studio apartment. And then I guess I should probably plug the guitarist old band. They were in a band called Drader, which was like a, a Dallas, like low key, like butt rock band back in like the mid, I don't know, like 2012 to like 2015. So, but he was, but uh, he, after their Drader broke up, he like went to Chicago and he started doing music videos for people and he, worked with like ariana grande and like mac miller and plenty That's of like lots of cool stuff and he's a cool dude um <laughs> but uh anyways that's it for me i think that's it for all and all um, of us. i guess i'm also looking forward to my brother's band's new stuff because it's like gonna be way more like electronic stuff and i don't know the last thing that they were working on was actually really it was like really cool almost like old school daft punk sounding stuff with like house weird guitar solo it yeah i guess but i mean it just it reminded me of like like maybe like justice or like old daft punk but like kind of like their darker stuff yeah yeah daft but, punk i love daft punk i'll have to check that out see. dude like send me send us links when that comes out like right. definitely post that shit all over the page like i don't care I want to see it. I want people to all know right. about good music. I don't have to you. know. I don't have to know about the same five bands that we all listen to. Like we all know we listen to them. Let's listen to some new shit together now. Okay, we're no longer and, Dance Kevin Dance podcast. We're we're the Kurt, we're the Kurt <laughs> Travis podcast. Wait, no, he's got his own one coming out. Shit. Oh man, we're we're the Properties in Nature podcast. Wait, podcast is its own thing though. Oh wait, um, are they just, are they just in the back room like making us do this? Like, is that how this podcast works now? Like, we're re- the Martin Bianchini and his dad podcast. Yeah, it's me, Canyon so- Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> we're the Martin, uh, You're listening to podcast. <laughs> Shout out to those guys. <laughs> wow, never get on the podcast again. <laughs> oh no <laughs> alright I guess uh, you know our social medias follow us yeah just look up demo podcast. team this was a very long episode and I'm yeah ready. I'm exhausted I'm with some fucking donuts <laughs> I'm starving yeah me too hydrate somebody's dying that's me I can't hit mute don't drink the bong water <laughs> it tastes so good. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> All right, you guys. Take care. Peace out.
Later. Yes, sir. Be sure to follow us on social media at Demo Team Podcast. Just go find us. Like you can find us at this yeah. point. Oh. Um, hey, and don't forget this out. very important Total news. Smart. 